0: Welcome to another episode of the Minds That Matter podcast. If you've enjoyed any of the previous episodes and you're listening on a podcast channel, please consider subscribing and this will ensure you receive all future episodes. And it'd be great if you please rate or review the podcast. Similarly, if you're listening on YouTube, it'd be awesome if you would like, comment and subscribe. In today's episode, I want to give you eight tips to help cope with POTS and Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome otherwise known as EDS. POTS and EDS affects millions of people around the world and is a particularly debilitating chronic condition. There is also speculation that many ME sufferers actually have POTS as opposed to ME. POTS and EDS is a very hard condition to diagnose. And I've heard many stories of people who've gone through a painstaking and extremely challenging battle with the medical system to get a diagnosis, with the patient often having to either push for the correct diagnosis, or pretty much self-diagnose in some cases. Without getting too political, the medical system know very little about these conditions, and so POTS and EDS sufferers have to endure a double whammy of frustration, because not only have they got to fight this battle alone, but there are actually no solutions. All that's offered by the medical system is drugs, and whilst they may help some, they undoubtedly cause side effects and create other issues. I mean, before I go on, I would like to make it clear that any of the tips I'll be giving you today are purely from personal experience, and for the record, I'm not a medical professional. But that being said, most of the tips I have for you were not learned from medical professionals, (laughs) ironic as it may seem. So tip number one, add salt. Adding salt will increase circulatory volume and blood pressure, and this is a must for pot sufferers. And it makes perfect sense, because for anyone that has pots, when their blood pressure drops, they inevitably feel lousy, often experiencing nausea, dizziness, and a myriad of other unpleasant symptoms. So sprinkle that salt, guys. Add it generously to every meal if possible. Nut butters are fantastic for pots, cashews, peanuts, providing you're not allergic, of course. I've even heard that peanut butter in porridge is quite appealing. Salty foods include processed meats such as bacon, ham, gammon, cheese. I believe the saltiest cheeses are blue cheese, halloumi and parmesan, but regular cheddar is high sodium too. Salty crisps is an obvious one, and whilst not the healthiest option, could really help if needed. Tip number two, change the way you eat. Sufferers of POTS have noticed a big improvement in their symptoms by reducing carbs in their diet but ensuring that a sufficient amount of carbohydrate is consumed per meal. It's far better to have six meals a day, a cereal bar could be considered a meal, and by eating this way you can regulate your blood sugar levels and avoid spikes. It's so important for pot sufferers to maintain their blood sugar, mainly for two reasons. Firstly, if your blood sugar spikes too high, you will inevitably feel the physical after-effects of that, which could result in exhaustion, nausea, and generally feeling lousy. A spike in blood sugar usually results in an energy level crash. If you're having a sugary food, try your best to balance it with protein. Foods high in protein are cheese, meat, fish, chicken, milk, eggs, yogurt, etc. Protein is really important for pot sufferers. Drink lots of water throughout the day and this will maintain blood pressure and blood volume levels. Interestingly, Salt is excellent for maintaining blood volume levels. If you're going out, take a bottle or two of water with you, a snack to keep your blood sugar levels up, and nuts in case you need salt urgently. Many pot sufferers experience issues with their gut, and in some cases, the problem is not gluten, but rather very specific FODMAP foods. FODMAP spelled F O D M A P. The idea is to avoid foods that contain a high FODMAP rating and to consume low FODMAP foods in your diet. Two known high FODMAP foods that cause stomach issues are garlic and onion. Avoiding these is quite a challenge as there are so many foods on the supermarket shelves that contain garlic, but people are seeing improvements in their gut health by avoiding these. Obviously there are no guarantees, but when you have a chronic condition, it is only you that can improve the quality of your life, or at least the majority of the time. Tip four breathing technique. Pot sufferers often have a breathing disorder. For many, the act of standing up will cause the heart rate to work extra hard, and as a result will see their heart rate increase dramatically. This in turn means that you have to breathe more, as you're having to take in more oxygen. Your whole system is having to work frantically. For pot sufferers, the problem lies in the fact that you're taking in too much air, so the levels of oxygen in your blood are too high and the carbon dioxide levels in your blood are too low. So there is a breathing exercise that can possibly help. Lie down on your bed or sofa, whatever feels comfortable. Breathe in through your nose for 2 seconds and out through your mouth for 4 seconds. Do this for 10 minutes per day. Take care to breathe very gently and subtly. You don't want to take deep breaths in and out. Avoid taking in too much air and expelling too much air when you practice this exercise. The idea is that your body will learn to breathe properly again. It's almost as if you have to teach yourself to breathe again. Tip five build up your leg muscles to increase your blood circulation. For this, you could purchase a recumbent bike, recumbent spelled R E C U M B E N T, which is a home exercise bike but with this type of bike, you are more or less in a seated position. People with pots tend to struggle with the more conventional exercise bikes. The other two alternatives would be to go to a gym where a personal trainer can give you some exercises to strengthen your leg muscles. Otherwise, a good physiotherapist can set you some exercises. Tip number six, electrolyte drinks. So these can be purchased at a health food shop and there's a brand called Noon, spelt N-U-U-N and that seemed to be a good brand. What these drinks do is re-establish and balance the electrolytes in your body and the idea is that they help with sluggishness and that general feeling of being under the weather. Tip 7 Buy a mobility shower seat. Standing is a real challenge for pot sufferers and standing in the shower is no exception. Invest in a shower seat and this may help. Tip number 8 Wear a sunflower lanyard. You can often get these at the supermarket, and this will alert people if you're struggling in a queue somewhere, or on a crowded train, etc. Don't feel ashamed to ask for a seat, or to move up the queue. Okay, I hope you found today's episode useful, and if you have, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And with YouTube, it'd be awesome if you subscribed, commented, and liked. It really helps us out, guys. Anyway, I hope you have a great week and always remember you're number one.